Welcome to Family Financial Views from University of Illinois Extension. Welcome, everyone. My name is Kamaya Wallace-Bichard, and I'm joined today by my awesome colleague, Sasha Grabensetter, and we have another great topic for you. Today, we'll be talking about subscription boxes. I know for some of our listeners, you're like, oh, yeah, great topic. Yeah, let's talk about that. And maybe for some of our listeners, they're like, subscription boxes, what is she talking about? <laughs> Hi, Seisha, how are you today? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I've got a cold, so I have this like raspy voice, but I think it'll make for a really good podcast today. So I'm excited. I, I think so too, because you sound raspy, I sound a little nasally. So here we we'll, go. We'll be, be good balance today. Off. We'll be a good balance. Yes. Um, I'm really looking forward to this because I think, plus, you know, I, I don't know if anyone knows this, but... Kamaya actually has her PhD, so we could call her Dr. Kamaya, but I think she would slightly um, <laughs> giggle after, every time we say it, but she does have her PhD, so she found some really good research articles like within the last hour of us before we did this, and I was so impressed, so I'm very excited to talk about those as well. Yes, and as a lot of our like longtime listeners, because we can say longtime listeners now, yeah. because we're coming up on a year. Yeah, in November, it'll be a year. Yeah, we'll have so twelve podcasts our... under our belt. I'm so excited, right? I can't believe so, it. You know what I was saying was like some of our longtime listeners um, will know that we do incorporate a lot of research in what we do. Um, these are topics that really matter to us. Topics that. Um, do affect like our personal lives as well. So we will bring in examples, but we also rely on what is the research saying about mm -hmm. like these topics that we're covering. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk. Yeah. What are subscription boxes? So to me, like there are so many like definitions, even in the research, the definitions were long, but to me, subscription boxes were a box that's like kind of niche to you, mm -hmm. um, that you get to your, that comes to your house either monthly, uh, every three months or, um, you can subscribe for a year. So it just really depends on how often you want the box to come. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how I usually put it. But they're talked about as um, a marketing strategy and method for product distribution is basically what they are. They send out products to people so they can try them. And one thing from all the reading and different things that I've done on like subscription boxes as well too, learning that, you know, the concept of it may have evolved over the last decade. Yes. But it's something cool. that has existed for a while, right? So think about back in the 90s, our early 90s, 80s, when you would subscribe for to, for magazine or newspapers, like different ways in how people did that before. But with the advances in technology now, um, this becoming a lot more accessible to people. And I thought that was really interesting to, to read from the research. Um, and then even some of the research talked about how like even having an, an uh, an Amazon per subscription was considered a subscription as well. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, we should make note that we do not promote any of these products. We are university-based, and we just want to like throw that out there real quick. Um, we, we'll probably talk about a lot of different products. But we're not promoting them. We're just talking about them in general. So a little yes. caveat there. Mm -hmm. Ditto to that. Yes. And so with like the subscription boxes, because, you know, for a lot of people, they hear, oh, you subscribe to different things. But how is it different than, say, you know, having like maybe a Netflix account or any other other like streaming accounts that you might use? How is like a subscription box a little bit different than that? Um, so I think for subscription boxes, like there are different types of like things that are coming. So Netflix is just like a streaming service. Mm -hmm. um, and we actually did a really good um, 
package lesson about streaming services for our seniors in Illinois this year, which was really fun. Yes, to do. we did. Um, I taught about it last night, so I was really awesome. excited. Um, <laughs> but there are kind of um, so there. What I'm understanding is that like there's kind of three different types, or what they talk about. So there's like subscriptions for replenishment. So replenishment mean could be like same or similar items. So things like razors, vitamins, mm-hmm. uh, hair care products, those kind of things that we need all the time that are kind of being replenished. Um, and then next up was like things up for curation. So you get a curated selection of different items and it could be depending on like different clothing or food or even beauty products. Beauty products seem to be the most curated out of all of them. So, um, because like, you know, you can have different people, like different celebrities endorse their curations and all sorts mm-hmm. of things like that. Um, I've even heard of people curating play, uh, not playlists, but like music, um, like Vinyl. Sorry, I was like, vinyl records? So that's kind of <laughs> cool, too. Um, and then there's also stuff for access, which is you get, like, VIP perks, and that's usually, like, apparel and food. So there's a, those are the ones that I saw, but there's also ones for surprise subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Like, surprise, you don't know you're getting, but you're getting some box that's we have, and that's it. So those are, like, the main ones I've noticed. Right. And, you know, Stacia and I talked a little bit before, like even the recording too, about um, some of the different types and, you know, the target, like the target audience, sorry, mm-hmm. um, that they use for like these different boxes. So you might have, may have like adult products, but you also have like kids products. Mm-hmm. And my first um, experience with um, the subscription box piece had to do with um, a subscription for kids that my daughter got a few Christmases ago from her grandma. And it was just a subscription box for kids that helps them to learn more about the world. So oh, they would cool. get like, yes, they would get like monthly like souvenirs and little case studies or um, little stories about different places around the world. So say, for example, um, you know, she get, got like a little souvenir of the Eiffel Tower and there was a story behind that and she had two um, kids cartoon kids in there who talks about where they went and the fun that they had and what they learned and so it was part of like a learning process so that was my first experience with like the subscription box piece and and what that meant for her Mm -hmm. like wanting to learn more and so with saying that this goes into kind of like the purpose of our whole podcast series. Um, you know, why are some of these things considered like feuds in family? Why would this mm-hmm. be considered a feud? So in my family, uh, my husband and I were talking about um, this topic and talking about how many subscription boxes we've had over the years. And I think we got up to 18 different mm. subscriptions that we've subscribed <laughs> to at different times. Yeah. Um, we've done razors. I think one of the very first ones we did was uh, toothbrushes, which sounds kind of silly, but you don't think about replacing your toothbrushes on time. And so it would be <laughs> like a good reminder mm-hmm. for me to, um, you know, every three months to get a new toothbrush. And so, you know, like they'd come in different colors, you get floss with it. They'd send like little samples of toothpaste. So like, I think that was one of the very first ones. And then unfortunately it went out of business and I was really sad because it was, a, it was a great product. So that's the other thing about subscription boxes that sometimes they go away. Mm-hmm. You know, one, even like going back to my example that I talked to you about um, for my daughter, mm-hmm. we had that for about six months or a year. And then, um, you know, with agreement from her grandma, she canceled it. And so going into like the family feud piece, 
thinking about like all the different subscription boxes that you've had, right? So you mm-hmm. mentioned that you've had up to like 18. That's so crazy to say out loud, <laughs> but it's the truth. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, and, and you mentioned it's not necessarily like you don't, didn't have that in a whole year. It's like yeah. things that you've had over the years, um, the different boxes that you've had over the years. So within like households, so households where we focus a lot on how we communicate with each other and we do a lot of different educational programming around communication about money mm-hmm. and for households, like within our households, how do we um, communicate with like our loved ones and individuals in our lives about the decisions we make, whether or not to um, subscribe for these different boxes? So I think um, like there are kind of two different categories. Like we talked about the different types of boxes, you know, things for replenishment. My husband doesn't really get too upset about like the razors, the, the toothpaste, um, the, the toothbrushes. Um, right now we have a subscription where we get, um, produce that isn't perfect. It gets Mm -hmm. shipped to our house every two weeks. And so I feel like that, you know, there's a lot of benefits to that. So, um, I don't really get a lot of pushback from those kind of ones, but I do get a lot of pushback on like subscriptions for curation and then for access. Like I get a lot of pushback of like, why do we have this? Why are there so many boxes? Mm-hmm. Well, did you, did you, did you remember to cancel the subscription? And then I normally forget. And then it comes in the mail again and I'm like, oh yeah, you told me to, to cancel that last month. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, based on what you said, too, like this goes into the needs versus wants piece. Mm-hmm. So within like our households and the communication that we do have with our loved ones, um, deciding like which ones would be like the best ones for us to partake in and the length of time that you do have that. Because I know for some people is I want to try this to see how it goes and um, see how it fits into my monthly budget. No, I definitely agree with you. Like, for example, like I did talk about like the razors, like we used to get those um, on a monthly basis and they send you four razor blades every month. And like, we don't use that meant like we don't replace it every week. So for us, um, we ended up with like a stockpile of them. So Mm -hmm. I eventually canceled. Um, So I do think you have a good point about like making sure that what you're purchasing actually is and if it's a need, like make sure it's cost effective, because sometimes mm-hmm. I think um, we just buy subscription boxes in my house, at least that we think they're cool. So we just we just do them because we think they're really neat and we're not actually saving money. Right. So you know, I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. No, I was thinking more, too, about, you know, thinking about like how they work and the length of time that we might have them Mm -hmm. and all the different pieces that comes with it. And for some of our listeners who are familiar with like subscription boxes, they might be like, oh, yeah, I've thought about that. But for our listeners who um, I've heard of some of the popular ones, but have never engaged in like the using any of those subscription boxes, I wonder, like, what are some of the questions that they might have about how these, what these boxes are and how that fits in again to like their monthly budget. So do you have any additional thoughts on that? Um, if they, I think that they have to decide again, like you talked about, if it's a need or if it's a want, and then, um, just having that discussion with your partner, your spouse, whatever, um, in your household about, you know, like, is this something that we can afford? Um, because you know, there's not a lot of discussion about, um, not that, that I, in, in my house that we don't talk about finances, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of discussion about like, Hey, you can't purchase that and th- mm-hmm. those kind of things. So I'm kind of, 
privileged in that way, I guess. But I do, I do think that may, you know, if families or even young kids are like, my friend gets this really cool, um, subscription box, you think we could to, you know, look at it and maybe get it. You know, like that's, that's something that's a conversation you can have with that child. I think that's a good learning experience too. Cause then they can see like, Oh, I get really cool things or, or this isn't what I thought it was. And let's not, you know, not get this again. So yeah, and that's a good lead in to like one of the articles that we focused on too. Um, one of the articles, like all this research that's coming out now about subscription boxes, as Sasha mentioned, it's very new. A lot of new research, and we found a couple articles. research. Yes, we found a couple articles from this year, and one of them focused on like the subscription boxes for kids because mm-hmm. there's a lot that's directed towards adult, but when it comes to kids, and you brought up like a really great point there, Sasha. When you were saying, you know, if, you know, you have children in your family and Mm -hmm. they see that their friends do have these boxes and they want to to have what their friends have. Um, This article talks um, a lot about how, you know, the surprise factor is such an important piece when Mm -hmm. when kids are involved in like the subscription um, boxes and for adults who do have children, like having like the conversation around, um, you know, for some families, it's, we do give gifts at special times. And then for some families, they might, um, try out like the subscription boxes, but having like those conversation with the kids to let them know about where your family is like, um, in terms of like on this particular issue, and mm-hmm. not just necessarily saying, just no, we're never doing that. It's more like having a conversation on when is special time for gifts and different things like that instead of subscribing to like these boxes. Well, I think it's also um, a discussion about like when is it appropriate to have an, a, a subscription box too? Mm-hmm. And just like talking about like, um, you know, like are they old enough? But I also, you know, like, or do these do these items fit our child? But I also think that these could be good for like moms who stay at home and like need ideas to kind of keep their children entertained. I've seen boxes that have like, you know, like puzzles and games or different mm-hmm. like learning um, activities in them as well. So it could be good for those, or it could be for good for homeschool moms too. They're like looking to kind of spice up their curriculum yes. at home. So um, or even like on a rainy day, like I've I've gotten a few boxes for my son and. They They've been actually pretty fun. Like one was about like was actually customized for him and we could like spell out his name in Play-Doh and we could like, you know, talk about the different letters of his name. And like that was really fun for us. So I think it just depends on like what you're looking for. Absolutely. And there's so many out there. That's the thing. Like there are tons and tons out there. Like I kept looking up on. And, and Kamai and I uh, kind of talked about this just like very briefly earlier, like <laughs> how many different types there are. And like, I can't mm-hmm. ever get a number pinned down, which was like so crazy to me. Um, somewhere I, from one article I found from Forbes of this year from April talks about there are 3,500 subscription boxes as of October of last year. That's a lot of boxes. Mm-hmm. And um, that was other, a year ago. Yeah, I know. And then mm-hmm. other people kept saying like, only 350. And I was like, no, no, there's no way. Um, but then I did see one, um, Kamaya talked about this really great, um, research article. It's called the element of surprise, a study of children's book subscriptions in the USA. And that's by Rachel Norda. And she's out of Portland state university. So, uh, shout out to Rachel. Woo woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we also want to, um, 
shout out to these three men and I'm not going to butcher in their names. Um, Kamaya, I'll give you a shot if you want, but two are from <laughs> Auburn university and one's from mm-hmm. Florida state university. And they did what's in the box, the investigation of beauty subscription box retail services. And one thing that I thought that was a really cool, interesting point, um, that they were talking about was that subscription boxes have grown from 118 million subscribers in 2018. And in the future, they're talking to over 350 million subscribers in 2027 in the U.S. alone. I know. That's and a that, huge number. That number just blew my mind. And then the idea of 2027 <laughs> just kind of freaked me out a little bit, too. But um, I thought that was like, really when cool. Is that? Yeah, that's like, <laughs> that's not very many years from now, Kamaya. Um, but it, like they did talk about how there has been significant growth almost 30 times. And this was um, mirrored in Rachel's article as well um, mm-hmm. between 2013 and 2016. So they have s- exponentially grown. So that's something that we need to keep in mind as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then I, th- I thought also about, you know, with the shipping piece with the subscription boxes, mm-hmm. because they do have like domestic and international. And of course, all of that with that's covered in sort of like that monthly fee. Yes. But again, for us, right, we're always thinking about money and ways that we can save and ways that we plan like um, how we spend. So mm-hmm. making sure that for whatever products that you are subscribing to, knowing um, that it's a trusted retailer that you're working with yes. that you have upfront pricing and all the different things that, um, you know, you'll need to make sure that it works for you and your family, that it fits right into your spending plan, into your budget. And so one thing I want to like piggyback on this is that, um, if there is a subscription box that you're like super interested in, um, you can always go on YouTube and just type in that box, <laughs> um, that box's name and see reviews of other mm-hmm. people or people. A lot of uh, YouTubers do um, unboxing of their products. Like I just saw one for FabFitFun um, earlier this afternoon. I was like, oh, what's that? I was like, oh, yeah, I got that. So, um, you know, just lo- looking at all the different boxes that are out there. So if there's one that you're like super interested in that you're, you know, mm-hmm. want to see like what kind of the products are out there, that's a good way to see if it's a good fit for your family as well. Absolutely. Um, you also mentioned something else that um, we talked a little bit about before we started recording. And we keep saying that because we do. We like to have great conversations before we come on to record. Yeah. But um, you mentioned something in here as well, too, about like who are subscribing to to these like different retailers. And you had like some statistics on mm-hmm. that. Do you want to talk oh, yeah. a little bit about that? Um, the, what I from what I could read um, is a lot of millennials so I'm in that millennial category. <laughs> and so uh, we're kind of leading the charge on these subscription boxes, which is uh, not surprising, I guess, because um, I feel like, and I'm not speaking for a whole generation, but I do feel like it's kind of nice to get something unique. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not from a store. It's not from like a rack of 20,000 different jeans or a shirt. Like I feel like it's special for me. So that kind of makes me feel happy inside. Maybe that's just me, but I, I don't know. Come I ha- I don't know. I know that you haven't had one yet. So what, what would like lure you into getting one? Um, I, I think you made like really great points there as well too, because when we think about like the ways in how we shop, for mm-hmm. things and how marketing is set up a little bit differently now as well too. So we think about like advances in technology that helps us to um, be more selective in how we shop 
or, you know, look a different way in how we shop, which allows for some of us who might be interested in like the subscription box piece to, to move into that route. Um, I will tell you that at this point in my life, I am um, not all that familiar with like the process for like all the subscription boxes piece, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the ones that have been popular over the last few years and you hear a lot of advertisement about them and different piece. I think for me, if in the future I would be interested in like the box piece, it would be tied more to like things for like for my kids. Cause I know I've read mm-hmm. about, read about some that um, have kind of like a book club feel which oh, is yeah. what I think is really cool um, because my, my, my girls, they love, they do love books. And that's one thing, one area that I think I, I would definitely explore. Um, that, I mean, that's a good, I think that's a good segue into um, like just talking about like all the different types that are out there mm-hmm. um, because you did mention the books. I mean, the, one of the, like I said, the, one of the first ones I ever got was about toothbrushes, but there are boxes for, um, making meals at home. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people do that. Um, and they try them out. Yes. Um, and there's tons and tons of different companies now and they all are competing for your business. So just be mindful of that and like find the best, I guess, trial period when you're doing it and see if you like it. Cause if you don't, you can cancel. So I'm, I'm, and I guess that's another piece we should talk about in a few minutes, but, mm-hmm. um, we also talk about like, there's tons of things for clothing, Beauty is a big one. It's like one of the biggest ones out there. Um, there's also food and beverages. So like having beers delivered to your house or wine or wine clubs. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about the wine, but um, that's kind of fun. And you you know, you mentioned Side kids. Note. They mm-hmm. do stuff for babies. Like I know that for a while there, I was looking at a subscription for uh, diapers to be delivered to my house. There's stuff for pets. That's a big one. Yes. Yeah. Um, stuff for pets. So like you can get like toys delivered for your pets. Like if you're crazy like me, you get stuff for you cause you're the cat lady. Like there's, I mean, there's tons and tons of stuff out there. Like there's faith and spiritual, there's leisure, there's stuff just for like guys and they make them like great boxes and they're like heavy duty and they're like, Rrr. so <laughs> I think it just depends on what you're looking for, um, out there. But I think, um, coming back to my point, which I've now forgotten. <laughs> you know, Do you remember? You know, every, so everything that you were go- leading into with like that piece, like, you know, the different types of boxes, right? So we're talking mm-hmm. about like the different types of boxes and the purposes that they do serve. And again, we want to emphasize this. We are not promoting or advocating True. for any pieces of this. Um, and even if it does sound like we are like pro subscription boxes, it's mainly to um, address the fact that they do exist. And it's like a growing area, um, especially in the United States, because the current research and data that we have, it's from the United States. So we know that it is growing in our country. And a lot of researchers and financial educators want to highlight the importance uh, of it Mm -hmm. and to make sure that um, consumers have the information they need. So we are part of that. We're part of that, um, providing like that information about like the subscription boxes. Yes. Now to go back to your point, Seisha, I know you were talking a lot about the piece of like the different types and, you know, choosing like the right type for yourself and for your family, it really does matter. And if it's something that you have been doing for a while now, or it's something that you've considered doing, just making sure that you are again, having like the relevant conversations with you need that you need with like your loved ones. I think, so I remembered my point 
And my point was about um, you can cancel these mm-hmm. at any time. Um, so if you uh, run into a hardship financially or if you find that the boxes aren't really fulfilling the needs that you wanted it to do, you can cancel. Like, you know, just just make sure you cancel before the next one comes. Right. Um, yes. And that's obviously some of where the feud comes to um, forgetting to cancel a subscription. I can't like I said earlier, I can't tell you how many times my husband has been like, I thought you canceled that. you're like I was supposed to get around to it I forgot I think it's like my it's not my fear like it's not FOMO it's not my fear of missing out it's just like I'm just forgetful and I think a lot of us I think a lot of us are we have a lot of things going on in our lives um but you know you can cancel anytime so I just wanted to make that point very clear because they some of the subscription boxes can be really expensive Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you're talking about like the the food um the boxes that you can prepare food with um you know, like I, I remember breaking them down a, a while ago because I think I actually wrote a blog post about subscription boxes um, a few years ago. But just talking about how like how much it costs per meal and like seeing how much you really like buy at the grocery store and, and deciding if it was a good fit or not. So mm-hmm. it was an interesting comparison. Yeah. And that just have me thinking a little bit about how we do teach about um, money management or saving mm-hmm. on the cost of food, too. So, for example, food is a big one. Yeah. And some of the research shows that, you know, that monthly fee could be anywhere from what, like ten dollars to hundreds of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that people are paying in those. So when we teach about, you know, money management and um, creating like your food budget, this is an important piece because if you are using like subscription boxes, how does that fit into all that you have budgeted that month for food? Mm. And yeah. I think it's, and I think, you know, when we're talking about food boxes, I think that food boxes really vary mm-hmm. by price and quality. But I think that sometimes even with like a family meal, they're more expensive. And so just like pricing that out. But I have had friends in the past who have been like single people and, you know, they can use that meal like, you know, there's, let's say three meals come in the box. You basically have six meals for the week, you know, because it's only just one of you. And so that actually might be cost effective versus, you know, um, a family of four. Yeah. Something to think about. Um, so Kamaya actually talked about some of layout of people like look like when they're purchasing subscription boxes. And I did Mm -hmm. find my notes about it. Um, it said that 55% of us are female that are purchasing these boxes. And that most of our household income is over $100,000. And the majority have college degrees or they're currently students. So I thought that was interesting as well. Yeah, that is a very important point. So when we're looking to see just who is purchasing like these subscription boxes, because for us, we try to be as appropriate as we like with like our audience, like understanding mm-hmm. our audience that we are um, talking to and or teaching. Um, so to make sure that when we are talking about like these different things, like a subscription box, who is participating in these, who are, who are using Mm -hmm. like these boxes and how do they affect like overall like economy and individual budgets? Yes. And Mm -hmm. subscription boxes um, can range anywhere. Like you said, from like $10 up to like hundreds of dollars. It really just depends on what it is. Like there's um, a subscription box that you can receive for, I think it went up to $12, but that's like the lowest one you can get and you get like a beauty supplies and try them out. Um, so that's kind of fun. Whereas like we talk about subscription boxes for clothing, like those are, those can be in the hundreds of dollars of range mm-hmm. because they'll, 
Um, that's how they get you in. Like you get to try the clothes on and see if you want them. And then if you want them, you can keep them, but you have to pay for them. So it can be, um, you know, a kind of a sticker shock. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I did one of these, um, clothing boxes cause you know, uh, as a young mom for me, sometimes it's hard to get to the store to like buy new clothes. And I feel mm-hmm. like I'm wearing the same stuff all the time. <laughs> I feel like me. I'm wearing the stuff, same stuff all the time right now. Yeah, but you're, you look really <laughs> cute. Like I've, I, I saw Kamaya twice this week and she looked cute both days. And I was like, oh, Kamaya looks so cute. I was like, I need to look cute too. <laughs> sometimes. So, yeah. So uh, shout out to Kamaya. Kamaya always looks cute just so you know. Um, but I do, I did have a sticker shock when I first got one of these boxes for clothing and I could not believe the prices on some, cause I, you know, I'm used to like, um, getting like a, a box where like, you know, I spent like $50 on it and some of the products inside are like $40 and $50 mm-hmm. and $60. And I'm like, heck yeah, I got a good deal on this box. Whereas like the clothing is a little different and you know, it's like basically like full price yeah. and I'm like, Oh, it was like a want, want for me. <laughs> so <laughs> it's interesting. It was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, um, with subscription boxes was that there are boxes that sometimes you'll get stuff that you don't really need and you don't really like. And like, I'm not really sure what you do with that kind of stuff. Like I have a subscription box I've had for many years now. And sometimes I get some of the same stuff, um, just because it's there. It's kind of related every month. Um, there's different themes, but there's a, a common theme of like pets. And so sometimes I feel like, Oh, I already got this. Like, and I'm always like, what do I do with this stuff? Like, do I give it as gifts? Do I give it to friends? And that kind of creates like this feud with my husband. Cause he's like, what are you gonna do with this stuff? Mm-hmm. So I think also just like looking at this is stuff relevant for me and will I use all of it? Cause I don't think everyone can use every piece of a subscription box. That's correct. Yep. Yes. So for like any main takeaways from um, like even like for this topic. So we talked about what subscription boxes are. We look at how they might cause like feud within your family. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the makeup of it and the different types that there are. And the people who are actually subscribing um, for like these different retailers or merchandisers. So for like our audiences, Um, you know, what do you think are some of like the main takeaways that people can get from like this discussion or if they're interested in learning more about like subscription boxes? Um, I think again, like if you are interested in like maybe giving it as a gift, like do some research on, you know, like what are some of the best ones out there? There are Mm -hmm. tons of like, if you just like Googled like the best subscription boxes of 2019, those will pop up. Um, that doesn't mean necessarily that those are the best, but at least it can start you on a road to like start looking for them. Cause I know I had a, even like a conversation with one of my colleagues. She was asking me about like, what, what do you think is better? And I was like, well, I don't really know. I was like, who, who is it for? Like, what do mm-hmm. they need? I think that's a, a thing to think about. Yeah. Um, and again, I think it also comes down to like, is this subscription box a need? Like, you know, like you talked mm-hmm. about like the razors, the tooth, uh, the toothbrushes, hair stuff, you know, baby, baby items like diapers or wipes or whatever it is um, versus like, I want something really neat and special for me. So those, yeah. and then the other piece, I guess I would tell people is what is the monthly expense? Um, and do you get a discount if you subscribe for longer? 
because sometimes if you subscribe for three months or six months or even a whole year, you'll get um, a price cut, which is mm-hmm. kind of nice. But do you really need it for that long, I guess, is my other question. So, Yes. Yes, yes. Cause, and and for me, when I think about like the subscription box piece, again, I'm very new to it. I have not had a subscription box, but my daughter has had a subscription mm-hmm. box. Um, a big thing when I think about this too, and even looking at like the demographic of people who are subscribing for these boxes, um, it makes me think about the trend that the current trend right now and how that might change over time. Mm-hmm. I am wanting to see just based on what we've read from these great researchers who have put out um, some new material on it or materials on it, just wanting to see like how this might change over time Oh yeah. Um, with, again, the advances in technology and how we do consume and how we, we buy and shop for things. I think, I don't know what the future is going to bring, but I mean, if we're talking like that it's going to continue to grow, I can't mm-hmm. imagine um, and just like side note down this rabbit hole, it does create a lot of cardboard waste mm-hmm. that I'm not really sure what we do with. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that like little green, uh, like, you know, green piece of me that's like, oh, think about the environment. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do wonder as well, like what, where it's going to go in the next even five years or even really three years, just like how, it, I mean, am I going to have like robots deliver stuff to my door? Because <laughs> that sounds cool, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, Kamaya, I think this was a really productive conversation. I think it was. And, you know, for it, I think for me and for you as well, too, from what, because I know you so great. I know you so well, Seisha. <laughs> You know, for both of us, I think like when when we're addressing topics like this, sometimes it, it's it's hard because then we have to think about, um, you know, how we're communicating about like a topic like mm-hmm. this, where we know that um, subscribers might feel fit within a certain demographic. And the fact that our experiences are just our experiences. Yes. They do not um, reflect those of the university. Yes. <laughs> um, it's just more of wanting to share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, share I guess, what we do know and yeah. what the research says about it yeah and then you know just to like piggyback on that like um there's like if you are interested in these like there are subscription boxes for everybody like i was watching some youtuber earlier open up like some really interesting boxes i had no idea about i was like what is this so like you know um yes there are not the views of the university we don't promote these products but if this is something you like there's something for everybody so Yes. You know, one thing that came to mind as we were prepping for this, I'm like, Mm -hmm. hmm, how about a personal finance subscription box? But it's not actually a box, right? It's like an electronic file. Well, that's just me going down like that education rabbit Mm -hmm. hole right there with the whole subscription box pieces. (laughs) It sounds like a project we're we're working on for the future, (laughs) Kamaya. Which I am super excited about, but that's for more to come. But I'm so excited that we've been doing this for like a whole year. Yes. Almost. I cannot believe it Mm -hmm. because people don't know this, but Kamaya and I actually did our, we recorded our first podcast last July. We did. Um, but we didn't actually promote it until December last year because we did our, our November, our, November yeah. last we year. We did our November, but that one was with all of us. We actually didn't even, oh, yes, we didn't yes, do that yes. one until mm, right before 
that the, before that conference that we went to. So, um, I'm so excited to see how this continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. I would tell you that if you, if you enjoy our podcast, please let us know, reach out to us, you know, like we're real people and we have email addresses and you can definitely find them online. Um, we'd love to hear from our, our, um, fan base or podcast listeners. They call them listeners. Yeah. Um, I was like, <laughs> yes. I was like yeah. people with ears. Like, I don't know. Where just went. Um, but you know, if you, if there's a topic that, you know, you feed on and your family about finances, like we'd love to hear about it and we can talk about it and see what the research says as well. So yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Yeah. Until we'll make a great time. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to Family Financial Feuds. If you'd like to learn more about the educators, Extension in Illinois, or just personal finance in general, you can check us out on the web at www.retirewell.illinois.edu.